Good afternoon, America, and welcome to the Dean's List. This week, we've been celebrating the parental takeover of school boards, especially in California. But today, we're going to show you exactly what these parents on these school boards are fighting. We're going to show you the evil. We are going to pull back the curtain so you can see the evil, especially in California. My name is Dean Bowen. You are listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. You can reach us at the email, thedean.list at protonmail.com. Our email is thedean.list at protonmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram, The Dean's List 33. The Dean's List 33. I am holding here in my left hand an article from The Daily Signal. And it's disturbing. It's entitled, California Passes Bill Requiring Parents to Affirm Kids' Gender Transitions. Now, we talked about this bill a few weeks ago, uh, AB 957. Both, both the Assembly and the State Senate have passed this bill just this past week. To my knowledge, Newsom has not yet signed it. Oh, but he will. He, he will absolutely, he is a good Marxist Democrat. You better believe he's going to sign this bill. This is what parents in California are fighting against. This is what they're up against. This is what these school boards are fighting against. And this is why the AG out there is suing these school boards who want to notify parents that this stuff is going on. But this, this bill here, AB 957 is, is one of the worst things ever on the planet. The Daily Signal reports this. The California State Assembly passed a bill that would require judges in child custody cases to consider whether a parent has affirmed a child's gender transition by making gender affirmation an equal part of a child's health, safety, and welfare under state law. So gender affirmation is, is now a part of the child's health. So if you are not affirming the child's gender choice, then you are doing something, according to California law, you are doing something that violates that child's health. You know, um, what would violate the child's health is leaving it out outside, exposing it to the elements, not letting it inside the house. I mean, if you, you live in Northern California, it gets pretty cold. I mean, that would violate the child's health. That would violate the child's safety. That would violate the child's welfare. But the state of California now says that if you don't affirm the child's gender, then you are violating his or her health. You're violating his or her safety, and you're violating his or her welfare. Oh, boy. Democratic lawmakers passed the assembly by a vote of 57 to 16 along party lines. 
So you apparently you have 57 Democrats in the assembly and only 16 Republicans. And it passed along party lines. So uh, California. Listen, there, you know, there's hope. You can turn this thing around. And it, it I guess it has to happen at the at the ballot box. Oh, oh, that's well, the odds are stacked against us right there. The ballot box? You mean we have to overcome the Democrats at the ballot box? That's impossible. Well, why is that impossible? Well, because they know how to cheat. Oh, Dean, I just can't believe you said the Democrats are cheaters at the ballot box. I know. I know. I can't believe it either. But, you know, quite frankly, I can't believe. I mean, think about this. You have these school districts in California where the people are rising up and they're asking their school boards, look, we just, you know, we want to be notified. If something is happening with our kids, we want to be notified. And these school boards are listening to the parents and they're putting these policies in place. How is it that these same people in these school districts continually vote for Democrats who then create these bills like the ones I just read, you see, it doesn't make sense. Uh, the California Senate passed the bill along party lines on a 30 to 9 vote. So apparently there's 39 or there's 30 Democrats in the Senate and only nine Republicans. You can't tell me that the people in California continually vote for the Democrats. I don't. Maybe you can. I don't know. Maybe they do. Governor Gavin Newsom is expected to sign the bill into law. Under it, the bill, parents who refuse to participate in transgenderism by pretending that, oh, wait a second. These guys from, these guys from the Daily Signal, these are my kind of people. You want to know why they're my kind of people? Because this paragraph doesn't acquiesce to the leftist definitions. This, this is a good paragraph. I'm going to reread it and you are going to enjoy it because it, does, it doesn't kowtow. It speaks it like it is. Who wrote this? This is from the Daily Signal. Tony Kinnett. Kinnett. Tony, you are a good man. I don't know, Tony, I guess that was the a girl's name also, I, I, I should get it right. All right, here we go. I'm going to read it again. Governor Gavin Newsom, a Democrat, is expected to sign the bill into law. Under it, parents who refuse to participate in transgenderism by pretending that their child is a different gender. Oh, man, I love this. Parents who refuse to participate in transgenderism by pretending that their child is a different gender could be guilty of failing to provide for the health, safety, and welfare of their child, therefore losing custody to another parent or the state. Did you catch that? Yeah, you caught it. Mm -hmm. If you do not affirm the child's chosen gender, if you do not pretend that the child is a different gender, if you, if you don't pretend 
if you don't go along here and, and play land, oh, I just, I, I can't, this is, this is asinine. This is absolutely asinine. This is what our friends in California are fighting. This is flat out evil. It It's laughable. They could be guilty of failing to provide for the health, safety, and welfare of their child, therefore losing custody to another parent or the state. Uh, I just... Assembly member Lori Wilson, whose child identifies as transgender, wrote the bill and introduced it last February. State Senator Scott Weiner of San Francisco co-sponsored the measure. Uh, I just, we're going to hear from Lori Wilson here in a minute. I've got a clip. And what she says is going to just flat out leave you flabbergasted. It's just, mm. the Daily Signal previously reported, I'm back to the article, that Wiener amended the bill June 6th, altering AB 957 from requiring a judge to consider whether a child experiencing gender dysphoria was affirmed by parents to making gender affirmation an essential need of a child in California. Gender affirmation has now become an essential need of the child. Okay, essential needs of children are food, clothing, and shelter. Food, clothing, and shelter. If you are not providing food, clothing, and shelter as a parent, then you are interfering with the child's health, safety, and welfare. I mean, that's legitimate. But gender affirmation is not an essential need. Affirmation, period, is not an essential need. No, don't affirm the child. Raise the child. Don't affirm the child. You can't. Are you kidding me? If you, if you were to if you were to affirm everything the child says and believes, well, number one, how stupid are you? And number two, your your child's done for. I mean, done for. Not going to make it in this world. If the adult in their lives is affirming everything they say and believe. It's over for that child. Doesn't stand a chance. Not a chance. But in California now, it is law that gender affirmation is right up there with, with food, shelter, and clothing. The big four. Food, shelter, clothing, and gender affirmation. Gender, and here's the kicker. I'm back to the article. Gender affirmation isn't defined or explained in the bill or any other California law, drawing concerns over interpretation. Don't you love the left? These Marxists, they create law without definition. So now gender affirmation becomes anything that, that I want it to be. Ultimately, uh, you know, this, this thing can be turned literally upside down on its head and not in a good way. Not in a good way. 
Susanna Luthi, who covers California for the Washington Free Beacon, pointed this out. Here's her statement. The bill makes no distinctions regarding the age of a child, how long a child has identified as transgender, or affirmation of social transition versus medical sex changes, change treatments. Yeah, this, this bill makes no distinctions about anything. This, this bill is it's general. There's nothing specific about it. And it's general on purpose because they want a, a wide range, a very large variety of ways that they can take kids from parents. Why do the Democrats hate parents so badly? Why do they hate parents? Why do they hate parental rights so badly? Because they do. Everything that the Democrats are doing screams and shouts, we hate parents and we hate parental rights. Are these people not parents? Well, they are because... Um, this uh, lawmaker who sponsored the bill has a daughter who is transgender. Yeah, Lori Wilson, she sponsored the bill. Her child identifies as transgender. Here's what Elon Musk had to say about it. This bill is a wolf in sheep's clothing. What it actually means is that if you disagree with the other parent about sterilizing your child, you lose custody utter madness, or, you know, perhaps even if you disagree with the state, you could potentially lose custody, potentially. Okay, uh, I want you to take a listen to what uh, bill sponsor Lori Wilson had to say on the floor. Let's, let's take a listen. Affirm their children. They have since the dawn of time. Typically, it happens when their um, gender identity expression matches their biological gender. But what happens is when it doesn't, that's when the affirmation starts to wane. And that's what we're dealing with here. Although it's called the TGI bill, they're not mentioned anywhere in the law. What's mentioned in the law is the child's gender identity and expression and the parents affirmation of that whatever it is because that is our duty as parents to affirm our children oh boy i know your heads are spinning right now so on the on the floor of the assembly laurie wilson incorrectly said our duty as parents is to affirm our children that is incorrect, Mrs. Wilson. Miss Wilson, I don't know, Lori, that is incorrect. Our duty as parents is not to affirm our children. Our duty as parents is to raise our children. It's to teach our children right from wrong. It's to teach them truth. It's to protect them. Keep them safe from harm. Keep them safe from people like you who want to confuse them, who want to destroy them, who want to lead them down a path of evil. 
We want to lead them down a path of darkness. Our role as parents, Lori Wilson, is not to affirm our children. It is to raise them and and put truth into their hearts. It's to make them strong citizens of a strong, glorious country. That is our job, not to affirm them. Here's the definition of affirm. To declare positively, assert to be true. Miss Wilson, if your child comes to you and says, I'm a horse, and I now identify as a horse, are you going to assert that to be true? Because I promise you, I was Godzilla up until, I'm embarrassed to admit it, probably 11 or 12. I loved Godzilla. I still do. Uh, yes, I'll admit it. And I was I was Godzilla every chance I got, especially in the wintertime. You know, in Michigan, in the winter, it's cold. You breathe, and there goes that, you know, you can see your your, your breath for miles. If that wasn't perfect flame coming out of the throat of a would-be Godzilla, I don't know what was. In the wintertime, I'm outside in the backyard, and I'm in heaven because I'm Godzilla. If I would have come inside, my parents would have affirmed me, would have affirmed that to be true and start calling me lizard boy or, or, <laughs> I mean, come on, come on, Lori Wilson. You, you, I know you don't believe this. You, you can't believe this. I, I, I don't believe it. All right. We're going to pick it up on the other side. You're listening to the Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced. These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. 
Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I am Dean Bowen. We are happy to have you joining us today. You can find us here on America Out Loud Monday through Friday in the 2 p.m. Eastern time slot. So we are happy to have you along. You can also download the America Out Loud app. It's a free app. Download it for your iPhone, you know, just your Android. Go to the App Store, pull down the app. I had someone ask me the other day, I I have the app, uh, but how do I how do I find your your shows? I, you know, I, I can't I can't find you on the app. Well, the app will allow you to listen live. So if you got the app, tune in at at 2 p.m. Eastern time. But if you want to find the show in podcast, go to AmericaOutloud.news, go to my show page, scroll down, and there every single show is listed. Or you know, go to Spotify, go to go to iTunes, go to Pandora, wherever you listen to your apps. Uh, I mean, podcasts, sorry, wherever you listen to your apps. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you've got a podcast app. Open that up. You can find us there. We are happy to have you along. This is a smart audience. What I'm learning here about America Out Loud is the audience is smart. Oh, it just makes it so much more exciting. It really does. It, you know, it makes it more fun when you when you know you're talking to smart people. That's the way I see it. And uh you know, because we're talking about, I'm, I'm going to try to be nice here. We are talking about people who are not very smart. I'm just going to, I don't know, I can't think of a nicer way to say it. They're just not smart. You know, California, I just, I saw this article the other day, Breitbart reported that California, once again, is number one in the nation for poverty. The rate of poverty in California is highest than any other state. Knowing that that is the, the, knowing that that's the economic condition of your state, as an assembly person, as a senator, don't you think you would be enacting policy that would do whatever you you could in your power to to lower that poverty rate. Don't you think that would be your goal? Don't you think that would be your objective? I mean, that would be my objective, uh, you know, but no, no, this, this Democrat controlled assembly, 57 Democrats, 16 Republicans, this Democrat controlled Senate. How many I saw it in there. I think it's 30, 30 Democrats and nine Republicans. There it is, 30 to nine. These folks aren't working to bring down the poverty rate. No, no. Instead, they are equating gender affirmation with health, safety, and welfare. They are putting gender affirmation on par with with shelter, food, and clothing. I, I just, so 
I think I'm being nice when I say we are we're dealing with people that are not very smart. Or maybe it's maybe it's it's they are smart, but they're just evil. That could be it. They could just just be evil. Matter of fact, it's probably the latter. Mm-hmm. They're probably evil. Because Marxists are are evil. The Marxist ideology doesn't really care about people. It's more interested in the death of people. I mean, name your favorite Marxist. You know, Lenin, Mao, Stalin. They just wanted to to kill people. Oh, Dean, they didn't want to kill people. I mean, they really wanted, they cared about people. And they just, you know, their policies didn't work. I mean, I don't know, call it however you want to call it. I think they wanted to kill people. I think they loved power. And they needed to put people down in order to increase their power. I think we are dealing with with people in the in the Democrat government that are evil. Yeah, I said it. I think they're evil. Our duty as parents is to affirm our children. That's our duty. It's to affirm our children. That, that's what we have to do. No, uh-uh. That's that's not our duty. Our that is <laughs> I gave you the definition of affirm. The definition is to declare positively. Okay. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. Or to assert to be true. I guess, you know, here's how here's how I could I could play along with this because according to the article in the Daily Signal. The Democrats did they, they haven't defined anything here. Um let's see, it says gender affirmation isn't defined or explained in AB 957 or any other California law. All right, so it's it's not defined. We know that affirm means to declare positively. All right, Johnny. I will affirm, I will declare positively you're a boy. No, I'm not a boy. I feel like a girl. You have to affirm that gender. No, the definition of affirm means to declare positively. I am going to declare positively, little Johnny, you're a boy. Hey, I just affirmed little Johnny. Sorry, Gavin. Sorry, Lori. Sorry, uh, Wiener. I don't know Wiener's first name. That is an unfortunate situation. Sorry, no, I, I affirm little Johnny. I, I, I opened up the Webster Dictionary and it says affirm means to declare positively. It also means to assert to be true. So I'm going to assert little Johnny, it's true, you're a boy. No, no, you have to, you have to affirm that I'm a girl. Uh, well, the definition of affirm means to assert to be true. So I'm going to affirm you. Yep, you're a boy. I mean, you know, we... We could play this all day long. I'm just trying to help my friends out in California. That's all I'm trying to do. That's that's it. That's it. You know, I mentioned that I loved Godzilla. You know, I did, and I I do. I just you give me a Godzilla movie, and I'm locked in. I remember being I don't know eight or nine, and I had a super high fever. 
I got to stay home from school. It was great. And I'm on the couch. I'm camped out on the couch. It's about five, six o'clock in the evening. My dad gets home from work. And he, on his way home, he had stopped at the comic store. And he bought me a Godzilla comic. You know what? He affirmed my love for Godzilla. But he didn't encourage me to be Godzilla. He didn't, you know, he didn't encourage me to, hey, little Godzilla, you know, hey, you know, it, it wasn't any of that. And I, he knew I loved Godzilla so much. On the way home, he's going to buy me a, a Godzilla comic book. I mean, to me, that's affirming. Affirm your children that you love them and that you're going to be there for them and that you are going to provide them health to your to your whatever ability you have you are going to provide for them safety to whatever ability you have you're going to provide for their welfare and speak truth to them but but don't lie to them as a parent you should not lie to them no no your duty as a parent miss wilson is not to affirm your child it's to tell them the truth. It's to raise them in truth. This, um, the writer of this article, I gotta, I gotta give you this paragraph again. If you're just joining me in segment two, you are going to love this. Tony Kinnett or Kinnett uh, is the writer of this article out of the Daily Signal, and this paragraph is genius. Governor Gavin Newsom, a Democrat, is expected to sign the bill into law. Under it, parents who refuse, this cracks me up every time I read it, parents who refuse to participate in transgenderism by pretending that their child is a different gender could be guilty of failing to provide for the health, safety, and welfare of their child. Insert whatever pretend you 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 think works best. How about I, I read it? Let's stick with my Godzilla analogy. Parents who refuse to participate in Godzillaism by pretending that their son is Godzilla could be guilty of failing to provide for the health, safety, and welfare of their son. Whatever you want to pretend. You know, Parents who refuse to pretend that little Johnny isn't fill in the blank. Parents who refuse to go along with pretend land. Uh, I just, um, it just makes me beside myself that there are people in California that, that this is their number one objective when the state continues to be number one in the poverty rate. I mean, it's Tent City over there. Oh, I'm just, I have another clip I want to play for you. This is from State Senator Scott Wilk. And I, you know, part of me, I, I don't want to play it, but I'm going to because I think you need to, you need to hear how, how some people feel about it. So let's take a listen to Republican State Senator Scott Wilk. I'm now in year 11 in the state legislature, 
and all the time we're proposing policies to protect children. After 11 years, I've come to a conclusion that we need to start protecting parents. That's just not happening. I've been here and witnessed a, a full frontal assault on charter schools, taking away parents' choice and how their children are going to be educated, to the detriment particularly of children of color. In recent years, we have put government bureaucrats between parents, children, and doctors when it comes to medical care. And now we have this, where if a parent does not support the ideology of the government, they're going to be taken away from the home. Now, I agree with both Senator Weiner and Senator Laird that today it only involves divorce proceedings. And frankly, a judge can already factor, factor this in. But I can assure you it's not going to end with divorce proceedings. In the past, when we've had these discussions, and I've seen parental rights atrophied, I've encouraged people to keep fighting. I've changed my mind on that. If you love your children, you need to flee California. You need to flee. We are moving towards the pathway of the handsmaid tale. California is becoming the new Juliet. And it just breaks my heart. I'm born and raised in this state. I love this state. I'm not going to stay in this state because it's just too oppressive. And I believe in freedom. And so I'm going to move to America when I leave the legislature. So, you know, I'm not sure if he's joking. I mean, it sounds like he's a little tongue in cheek there when he says, when I, you know, when I leave this position, I'm going to go to America. You know, when I'm, when I'm done here serving my time, I, I guess the reason I, I hesitated playing this clip is because, you know, I, it almost feels like, you know, Scott Wilk has been blackpilled where, you know, blackpilled is, is the saying when, when you when you've given up, when you have just decided there's no more hope, and you just you decide you know what's the use. You know he said you know he's been in that in the Senate for I think eleven years he said and he's been fighting he's been fighting the fight and he used to encourage people to keep fighting and now he's not he's saying flee the state and there was some applause there, you know flee the state just get out. There's no winning. It feels like the steward of Gondor, you know, in Return of the King. And the steward of Gondor comes out on the edge of the city and he looks over the plain and he sees the vast Mordor army. And he says, you know, Theoden has abandoned me. And then he turns and he starts yelling to his men, you know, flee, flee, abandon your post, run for your lives. And the men just... They just start running. They're like, oh, man, we better get out of here. And then Gandalf has his staff, and he pops the steward of Gondor in the face, knocks him out, he gets on his horse and runs through the, the city, shouting to the men, return to your posts, return to your posts, stand and fight. And it almost feels like this is the moment that we're in. You know, we have school boards in California that are fighting the fight that are standing up to Newsom, that are standing up to A.G. Bonta and are, are doing the will of their of, of their constituents. They're doing the will of their parents. And they are enacting these policies that, that tell school officials, you've got three days, that's it. If a child you know, comes forward with, with some gender dysphoria, you've got three days to notify that parent because the parent is the first line of defense. But that's not what these schools want. 
That's not what the AG wants. That's not what the governor wants. That's not what the, the, the people in the assembly and the Senate want. They don't want the parents to be the first line of defense because they don't think there's any defense needed. They love the confusion. They want the kids to go through the confusion. And they feel like the parents are just going to get in the way. That's all the parents are going to do. They're going to muddy the waters. They're going to ruin our plan. They're going to get in the way. We have got to either get the parents on board or we got to get rid of them. And the best way to get them on board is to scare them on board. Make them afraid. Because fear works. And if parents all of a sudden think, oh, man, I could risk losing little Johnny to the state or they're going through a divorce and they could risk losing little Johnny. The fear tactic works. It absolutely works. And these Democrats know that it works. The only way to overcome that, friends, is to fight it. It is absolutely to fight it. If you are a Bible-believing human, there is this beautiful verse where Paul says, we do not have the spirit of fear. We have not been given the spirit of fear. It's, it's, it, it says fear, I think, in the King James. The actual Greek word translates to timidity. Timidity. We, we have not been given the spirit of being timid, of just rolling over. The opposite of, of, to me in my mind, the opposite of having a, a spirit of being timid is having a spirit of fight. Rising up, having the ability to rise up and fight. I guess since we're talking about the Bible, it, it to me it's the picture of David versus David's brothers. David's brothers were kind of hiding and cowering with the rest of the army when Goliath came out and wanted a champion. And David was like, you know, what are you hiding for? There's a cause here. Let's let's fight this thing out. Is there not a cause? That was David's reply. And I think that's our reply. Is there not a cause? Are we going to allow these officials to fear us into the hole, or is there not a cause? No. Oh, okay. Let's pause here. We'll pick it up on the other side. You're listening to The Dean's List on America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. 
Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Welcome back to the Dean's List. I am Dean Bowen, and there is a cause, my friends. There is a cause, and we know what the cause is. The cause is our kids. David said to his brothers, is there not a cause? Why are you guys over here cowering in fear, hiding somewhere? Is there not a cause? He said, I'm going to take care of this. And we're we're in the same, we're in the, we are in the exact same spot. And, and there is a cause, and the cause is our kids. I don't think I don't think we flee. No, I, I don't mean to disparage Mr. Wilk. You know, the, this man has served eleven years. He's he's on his twelfth. He's you know he's been in Congress or in the Senate for two terms. He's had two tours of duty. He might need a break. He you know after a couple tours of duty, isn't it true that? You need a little R and R, you know. So I'm I'm not disparaging him in the least bit. I mean, this man's been on the front lines out here fighting, but I don't think we flee the state. I think we take the spirit of Gandalf and and we return to our posts and we go after it, and and we fight it out. I think we have we have to fight it out. We just can't roll over. We do not have the spirit of fear or timidity in us. We have a spirit of fight in us. Well, Dean, that's easy for you to say. You're not in California. You're sitting there in your comfy chair behind your microphone, and you are not in California. Okay, that's true. But I am in Michigan. Uh, I'm in a liberal bastion. I mean, it might not be warm, but you know, I might not have the, the constant sun that California has, but I have the constant liberalism. I am, uh, I'm right there. There is constant liberalism 24-7. And uh, I mean, you know, so Cindy and I were out walking, snatched the dog the other day. And our our neighbor, you know, pulled up alongside of us and he rolled down his window. We're just having a nice, pleasant conversation. And it turned to retirement. And he said, yeah, you know, after, after we uh, retire, I think we're... We're going to look to to move. And we're like, oh, I mean, you're going to go to a different neighborhood? And he said, no, we're going to go to a different state. And so I just, you know, jokingly said, oh, you, you probably want to go somewhere warm, don't you? He said, well, I was thinking really of going someplace red. And I just thought, oh, yeah, there it is. I mean, I'm I'm there with you. I get it. I mean, just you want to go someplace red. You want to be somewhere you know, where you can just be left alone and you just want to live your life. You want to go to one of these states where you've got a governor that is just going to, who's going to, as a leader, the person is going to do what the declaration said the government should do. And that is protect your unalienable rights, protect them. Don't destroy them. You have a right to self-defense, and you've got this governor out in New Mexico who doesn't care about the Constitution. I don't care about the Constitution. That's not really her voice, is it? I don't care about the Constitution. 
you know, she, she, she's gonna, she said, she actually said, uh, you've heard it, but it just blows my mind that, you know, the, the constitution is not absolute. And that if she declares an emergency, then she can suspend it. Oh, it's, you know, it's, it's only for 30 days. <laughs> what? Where in the document does it say that the leader and, 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 you know, whatever capacity, whatever form of government that the governor or the president or any other leader has the ability to suspend a portion of the constitution during an emergency. If you can, if you can show me that in the document, then, you know, we can have a conversation. But until this, this governor in New Mexico, she's not interested in, in protecting your unalienable rights. No, she's not interested in that at all. You know, she talks about, oh, the, I am looking out for the constitutional rights of everyone. Everyone. What about these people who, who have a right to, to not be harmed? I'm looking out for their rights. Well, um, I mean, I read the Constitution just the other day, and I don't see anything listed in there that talks about you have the right to not be harmed. I mean, uh, maybe it's there and I just missed it, but I didn't see it. Um, you, you have the right to defend yourself against harm. I mean, that's a thing. You have the right to self-defense, but you don't have the right to not be harmed. You know, guess what? You're going to be harmed. And in some way, shape, form, or fashion, you're going to be harmed, Mrs. Governor. But you have the right to self-defense. That's an unalienable right. That is a God-given right. And this power-grabbing Marxist leftist of a governor says, yeah, I don't really think so. I just, I feel like suspending that part of the Constitution. <laughs> I just, you got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. So I completely understand. I mean, people, you know, people want to be left alone and they want to be under leadership that's going to protect those rights. Now, people in New Mexico, they have a choice. <laughs> They can pack up and flee Mexico. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I mean, there were, you know, you, you probably saw the clips of the armed citizens in Albuquerque on those megaphones saying, hey, guess what, Governor? Uh, we're not changing a thing. We're here and we are fully armed. We are lawful citizens and we are armed lawfully. So what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? When you have the citizens rise up, and this is this is the thing, what's happening in New Mexico is really, it's the answer. It's the answer for all of us. When the citizens gather together of like mind, when the citizens get on the same page and they say there is a cause, and they go after that cause as one, they are unstoppable. And it's because we, the people in this country, are the sovereign. The Constitution makes it so. We, the people, are the sovereign. And the sovereign are not in charge of the government. 
They don't operate the government. The sovereign elect representatives to run the government for them. That's the way the founders set it up because they wanted, you know, they had to deal with King George and it, and the sovereign and the king was also trying to operate the legislature. He was trying to operate the judiciary. He was trying to do everything. And the founders said, we're going to do this differently. We are going to have three branches of government, but the sovereign are going to be completely outside of the government. That is us, my friends. We, the people, are the sovereign. And when the people unite as one, and the people realize there is a cause, and the people move in unison towards that cause, the government will stand down. What is she doing in, in New Mexico? She, you know, she doesn't have any support. Uh, you know, the sheriffs are standing up and they're saying, this is unconstitutional. I, I'm not going to follow this order. District attorneys are standing up saying, I'm not going to follow this. The, the state attorney general is saying, yeah, I know I'm supposed to defend you. And, this, and there's going to be, and there already are, are lawsuits against this order. And he's like, but this, this order is unconstitutional. The Democrats out of the state of New Mexico in Congress are saying, yeah, she can't do this, uh -uh. which is surprising because normally this is what Democrats want. They want to destroy the unalienable rights. But when the Democrats open their eyes and they see the people moving together as one, as one unit on this issue, the Democrats are like, yeah, see, we better, we better get out of this, out of the line of vision of this moving stampede, or we're going to get leveled. We are going to get flattened. We are going to get um, Mufasad. Did you like that Lion King reference? I mean, Mufasa got trampled. And, and they don't want that because this is a moving stampede. Those, those men and women in Albuquerque, I'm watching that video and I'm just thinking, holy cow, I love these people. I absolutely love them. And so here is our lesson, America. This is our lesson. Parents in California do the same thing. Absolutely do the same thing. Stand up against this evil that's taking place in the form of, of AB 957. If you were to stand up in mass in droves and just show up, I, I promise you, I absolutely it, it might not happen in, in, in one setting, but the more the people unify, the more the people get behind the cause. And what is the cause? The cause is our kids. What is the cause? The cause is our kids. And the more we get behind this movement, I'm telling you, we will see change. <laughs> Return to your posts. Let the spirit of Gandalf be upon you. Return to your posts. Do not flee. Do not flee the state of California. Get behind these school boards. Uh, Shaw, the school board president out there in, in Chino Valley, get behind her. Get behind the the, the school board and uh you know, some of these other places, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, I mean, there's all these united school districts in California. Go back and listen to my podcast yesterday or the day before, because we detailed what was happening in California. Get behind these, these school boards, these school board presidents, and these leaders in your districts that want to do right by the parents and therefore do right by the kids. They want to do right by the families, and therefore they're going to do right by the kids. 
And when we support parental rights and we let parents raise their kids and, and give parents the ability, unshackle the, unshackle the parents, let them do their jobs, let them raise their kids and, and support the parents and making sure uh, that the kid has food, shelter, and safety, clothing, make sure there's health, safety, and welfare involved. But certainly, certainly do not make part of health, safety, and welfare affirmingness, making the parents affirm the, the desired gender of the child and equating that with health, safety, and welfare. That is asinine. That is ridiculous. That, <laughs> that makes my head spin. So the kids are the cause. Parents, families in California. Let's let's watch New Mexico. Let's watch let's watch what's happening, and let's do the exact same thing. Let's do the exact same thing. Families in other states where you know Michigan, where it's left. Let's do the exact same thing. Illinois, where it is left. Colorado, where it is left. Washington. Let's let's rise up and let's do the exact same thing. Let's take advantage of this moment and let's return to our posts and let's go after it because there is a cause and we, we do not have a spirit of timidity in us. Senator Kennedy, I have a clip somewhere here of Senator Kennedy and he is, he is grilling the Secretary of State of Illinois. I can't pronounce the guy's name. I'm just going to destroy it. So I'm going to leave his name out. But you know who he is. I mean, you've probably seen this clip. You know, Illinois state law prohibits parents from being able to remove books from school libraries. That's what's happening in Illinois. You talk about left. Illinois, these guys in Illinois are doing very similar things to destroy families. That's happening in California. And Senator Kennedy is, is grilling this guy. You know, if we had time, we are running out of time. I don't think I have time to play the Senator Kennedy clip. If I did, though, holy cow, this guy's response. Actually, you know what I did on my Instagram page? I did post this clip from Senator Kennedy, and he's grilling the Secretary of State from the state of Illinois. My Instagram page is the Dean's List 33. The Dean's List 33. I did I did put that up on, on the Instagram page. Senator Kennedy is actually, and I didn't include this part, but he's reading from some books that are in school libraries in Illinois. And he he reads two sections, and I was so disgusted by what he read. I just I, I couldn't include it. I, I I just I couldn't. I could not, I didn't have the wherewithal really in me to include it in the in the Instagram post. It was just um I don't it was it's it's so filth. It is it's so filth and it's so disgusting. And Illinois is okay with this under under the under the Illinois leadership. Listen to what the Secretary of State had to to say in response to, to Kennedy. He said we because you know Kennedy's asking him what are you 
what are you saying here? What are you advocating for? And the secretary says this. We were advocating for parents, random parents, not to have the ability under the guise of keeping kids safe to try and challenge the worldview of every single matter on these issues. Did you, did you hear that? We are advocating for parents, and then he stops himself, uh, you know, random parents, not to have the ability. Of course, under the guise of keeping kids safe, to try and challenge the worldview of every single matter on these issues. You know, we don't want parents to have the ability to challenge the worldview of pornography under the guise of keeping kids safe. It's always under the guise of something noble. It's always under the guise of, of, of something worthy. But the actual thing is not noble, and the actual thing is not worthy. Allowing pornographic material in, in, in the school library is not noble. It's not worthy. But these state leaders, under the guise of keeping kids safe, we don't feel that parents should be able to challenge the worldview of every single matter on this issue. Oh boy, they do not, they do not like you. They absolutely despise you. If you're a parent, the Democrats despise you. They despise your authority and they want your kids. So guess what? My friends, there is a cause. And the cause is our kids. And I'm telling you, when we come together as one, like our friends in Albuquerque are coming together as one, as a country, we're going to see changes. We can do it. We, we absolutely can do it. And if we are to renovate the age, we have to do it. We absolutely have to do this. All right. That is all the time we have for today, America. I am grateful that you've joined us. Encourage your friends and family to get on the Dean's List. Let's renovate the age together.